What up, everybody, and welcome back to the Inside the Multiverse podcast. I am your girl, your humble host, your homie, Crown Breezy. Listen, I'm coming to y'all with a brand new show that just so happens to be the prequel to one of my favorite shows in Game of Thrones. The show is titled House of the Dragon, where it's primarily focused on the Targaryen dynasty. That means from Aegon all the way down to Daenerys. So we're going to find out a bunch of stuff about this this particular house in this particular family and just go along for the journey because this is it's getting good y'all from episode one to this third episode listen i have not been disappointed yet although i've had my ups and downs with some of these decisions that this king done made we're gonna get into the king we're gonna get to the daughter we're gonna get into the uncle all this other mess because it's a bunch of mess going on hunty and listen no it's good, y'all. This cast from Matt Smith, Patty, Patty to Millie. Listen, I love uh, the whole cast. It's just, it's, it gets great every single episode. But before we get into this first episode titled The Heirs of the Dragon, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on Instagram at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter. And if it just so happens that you want to come over and check your girl out over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Crown Breezy live just about every day, usually every day, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Come hang out, enjoy the positive vibes, positive energy. And yeah, just come hang out, uh, check your girl out over on Twitch. But as I said, House of the Dragon, y'all. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. As I said, this first episode of House of the Dragon is titled The Heirs of the Dragon. Now, listen, let me start off this. I'm going to probably do this with every episode in this show because, like I said, three episodes in and I'm absolutely hooked. This show is amazing from the visuals to the writing to the music to the acting is incredible i love every bit and every moment that happens in this show and listen this first episode y'all it was a lot going on episode two had a lot going on and episode three but we'll get to them later on but this first episode introduces us to the targaryen dynasty where we open up in the prelude where we get this narration who we later find out who we're probably going to later find out that it was princess Rhaenyra, uh talking about uh who we find out at at the beginning of the show we meet jaharis jaharis is the old king he is 60 years 60 years plus into his reign over the seven kingdoms and he is in his later stages of his reign and he has to name as a successor so there were if i remember in the show correctly there were 14 claims made to the iron throne but only two were actually made to uh brought to jaharis as viable people who could be the successor to him and to the iron throne the choices that were available were uh prince at the time before he became king which uh, spoiler alert uh the choices that were there were uh prince viserys and princess rainice 
both of them are co- both of them are cousins. At some point during this show, I'm just gonna do a whole episode podcast and just break down the family tree for the Targaryens because it it it's, it gets crazy because there's a lot of family if inside family marriages and uh, uh, it's it's a lot. But like I said, Prince Viserys and uh, Princess Rhaenys were the two top choices for Jaehaerys to pick from, and the uh council the uh, the great council had the opportunity to pick who would be the heir to the throne they ended up choosing prince viserys now that name may, could sound familiar to y'all because in game of thrones daenerys's older brother is named viserys i think that is he's the fourth third or fourth of his name I, again, we would have to get into the family tree, different podcasts for a different day. The Great Council had chosen Prince Viserys to succeed Jaehaerys as king of the Seven Kingdoms, the realm of the whole realm, basically. And the only reason that Rhaenys didn't get picked is because she's a woman. Back in those times, a woman was only meant to have children and help strengthen the royal line or any family line that they were a part of. So we get this this screen where we basically are told that this this whole show is 172 years before the events of Game of Thrones and uh, also 172 years before the Mad King and Jamie killing the Mad King. And of course, we meet Daenerys Targaryen. Now that we have the basis of the show, let's get into it. So, the next scene that we get, the next scene that we get, we get this overhead cloud, this overhead shot of just clouds and then all of a sudden we get this majestic shot of this dragon uh that is flying overhead and that's flying back to king's landing come to find out that we meet princess rhaenyra targaryen she is the she is the eldest daughter of king viserys the first he is the first of his name i would have to go and find all of that Again, a later podcast for a later day. But Rhaenyra is the eldest daughter of uh, King Viserys the First. She has this beautiful golden dragon uh, by the name of Cyrax. It's a female because in the in a later episode she is, she refers to the dragon as a she. So of course Cyrax is female. But this dragon is beautiful, and I'm just like, okay, I could get with this. I could get with this. I could get with this. So she, uh, obviously, she had just come back from a a, a dragon ride uh, with her dragon, of course, and then she comes back, and she's talking to the Lord Commander Harold. I think it, that, that's his name, uh, saying that he was saying that he was glad that she came back in one piece because if she didn't, the king would have his head, have his head, I should say. So she as she finishes talking to him and she goes and she we meet this other young girl who at the time was her best friend. But again, I'm gonna get into that in episode two. 
Um, and her name is Allison Hightower. She is the daughter of the hand to the hand of the king, which is Otto Hightower. I cannot stand the two of them, and I'll get into why in a little while. But they're having this whole conversation that uh, Syrax and Caraxes keep that name in, keep that dragon name in mind because he will come up again. Uh, Syrax and Caraxes uh, were getting big enough for two dragon riders, and Allison was like, "Nope, I am just I am just fine being a spectator, just watching on the ground. That would be me in a sense." So, and then now we, we skip ahead and then we get to this scene where we see Rhaenyra and uh, Alicent going into, into the castle, into the castle to go and check on who we would find out would be Rhaenyra's mother, Queen Emma. And she's currently pregnant and, uh, and she tells, well, no, later Emma tells Viserys that Rhaenyra ho- hopes that it's a girl and she's already named her and that her name was going to be Visenya <laughs> and her dad was like I I know <laughs> Viserys was like nope we already had have a Visenya and we don't need another one this this baby is going to be a boy because in order for a king's succession line to be firm and to be intact the heir to the throne had to be a male. It could not be a female. And all episode, we we see Rhaenyra basically is like, I would give anything to be heir to the throne. But of course, she played it off. And everybody's like, you know you want to be heir. And all this other stuff. And she was like, I am perfectly fine riding on dragon back and eating cake. And I was like, if that's not me. <laughs> If that's not me, I love Rhaenyra already, y'all. I love, love, love Rhaenyra. Okay. What was happening? Oh, okay. So we meet the small council. Now, the small council basically is advisors to the king. So, of course, the king is there, King Viserys. And then we have Otto Hightower, who is the hand hand of the king. He's there. And then we meet other new characters that's sitting there. One in particular, his name is Lord Corliss Valerian. I know this is going to be a bunch of new names for people to remember, but Lord Corliss is the king's brother-in-law because, uh, no, it's part of the Targaryen family. But his own household is the wealthiest family in the realm. Keep that in mind because it's going to come up again later on in this episode. And yeah. So as there have, and let's see, Lord Corliss is there. He is the master of ships. He controls all of the exports and imports to uh, Dragonstone and anything that is supposed to come to King's Landing. So, uh, we meet Lord Corliss. Who else is in there? Otto Hightower. And then we had a couple of other ones. And I think the another one of the advisors' name is uh, Lord Strong. So, yeah, they're having, they're having their normal um, small council meeting. And they're just talking about court business. And 
uh, how to proceed with different things that's going on within the kingdom and oh shoot what happened next i can't even remember but we're gonna skip ahead um we moved basically to rhaenyra speaking so rhaenyra rhaenyra ends up leaving after something there's a altercation or something that happens uh where she has to she is being escorted out this is after she left from seeing her mother she comes to rhaenyra at this point is basically the royal cup holder where she's pouring everybody's drinks and it's just like i didn't know a princess had to do that but that i guess that's what happened back in the day so after the whole after she leaves the small council meeting and because they basically booted her out of there we see the lord commander harold take her this is no 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 that's episode two so we see rhaenyra and the lord commander harold going to the great hall which is where the iron throne sits and everything happens there uh lord commander harold apparently tells her that damon had made his prince damon had made his way into king's landing and he was in the great hall and so rhaenyra was like okay let me let me go handle this real quick because Rhaenyra is one of the very few people that Prince Damon, played by Matt Smith, that Damon will actually listen to. Now, if it was anybody else that went and talked to him, that it would have been bloodshed. But with Rhaenyra, he had he has a profound respect or fondness for her. I can't tell you why, but we'll get into that later on. So Rhaenyra goes into, of course, the the dialogue that's going back and forth with them is Valerian. So they are speaking their native tongue. And so he gets up from the Iron Throne and he presents her with a necklace and tells her that it's for her and that it's made of Valerian steel and that it looks beautiful on her. <sighs> there was a lot going on in that episode, but I absolutely loved the whole dynamic between Damon and Rhaenyra. So, again, minor details that I need to go back and remind y'all of. Rhaenyra's dragon is named Cyrex. Caraxes is the name of the dragon that belongs to Prince Damon. He's a red dragon. And Cyrax is like a yellowish gold dragon. Okay, so keep in mind that this entire show, they're going to branch out from King's Landing. But the majority of the show is based in King's Landing because at the time, the Targaryens were in complete control of everything. The Seven Kingdoms, everything. As I said, Rhaenyra, at this point, before we find out later that she will get named heir, is the royal cup bearer, and she pours everybody's drinks, and da-da-da-da-da. So, we move ahead into the next 
scene where we see King Viserys is getting treated for some sort of infection that is on his back. And come to find out the infection that is on his back is not healing. So I'm just like, okay, what we're not what we're not finna do is try to kill the king off this early. So they try to find the best course of action to stop the infection and try to get the king better. So they cauterization is the the route that they go for for that. I'm just like, please don't kill the king off this early. So, and then, and it's mainly because I think everybody is worried because like I said, at this time, the king's wife, Emma, is currently like, she is about to pop any day now. Like she is ready to pop, give this, just give birth to this baby, but we'll get into that relatively shortly so every he's worried that uh, something's gonna go wrong and that when the baby is born that the baby is not a boy and then um (laughs) emma had me cracking up in this in another scene that her and Viserys was in she was like you do realize that i cannot make this child grow grow a a willy wanga if it doesn't already possess one i said emma I said, Emma, I said, that's true. You can't make the baby have a Willy Wanga if, if it ain't already got one. So if it's a girl and, and to my surprise, I didn't realize just how much she had went through and, and a lot of, she didn't had a lot of pregnancies y'all. She don't went through, she I think she said she went through two miscarriages, two stillborns. I was just like, so y'all tried that many times to have a whole kid and woo. No, I would have thought after the third time, no. But the one thing that I can say that Viserys above anything is that at the time Viserys absolutely worshiped the ground his wife walked on and i was like can i find me a man that that'll do that because you can't find men like that these days but anyway so now we get into a very very gruesome very gruesome part of the show so what we find out later is that the king viserys had appointed uh, let me let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Viserys and Damon are brothers, which means that which means that Rhaenyra and Damon are technically uncle niece. There's a lot to that. So, getting back to the to the gruesome part of the episode, Damon has been appointed over Lord Commander of the of the City Watch. So that means he basically any any if anybody has not paid their taxes or that they've robbed somebody, killed somebody, da 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 da, they've done inappropriate stuff that they weren't supposed to, and he finds out that that he is the one to be there or he sends his men in to handle the situation. So basically what ended up happening was Damon uh, fired his men up and they just went through the whole entire, the whole entire city taking, grabbing out everybody that was 
uh, hadn't paid the taxes, uh, blah, blah, blah. Cutting off heads, chopping off their hands, fingers, arms, legs, pri- private parts. And I was just like, oh, my God, no, no. And, it, and the last person, he, he had to get in on it. The last person that he went to, he completely severed the head. And I was just like, eh, eh. So, I was just like, uh-uh, no. I'm so glad that we don't live in them times no more. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't live in them times no more. So, now we skip ahead. Of course, oh, uh, by the way, in the small council meeting, one of the things that they talked about was the Airs tournament. So, they basically, during the tournament, they have all these different games going on. And... Uh, Viserys was like, by the time the games are over, my son will be born. So that means that Emma would have been in they would have what they call them labors. <laughs> she would have been in labor for majority of the majority of the tournament. So, and and that whole tournament reminded me of season one uh, of Game of Thrones when they had they had the host of the whole tournament and uh, in honor of Joffrey. So that that's what that tie-in comes from is that anytime that there's a firstborn or uh, anything that's supposed to happen, they have a whole tournament for that firstborn son, I should say. So as the tournament is going on, uh, the king finds out that Emma has gone into labor. So he's he's excited. He's just like, yes, I'm about to meet my son, da 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 but there are some complications. He gets word that uh, Emma is having trouble getting pushing the baby out. So he gets he gets into the room and the Grand Master is telling him, "Listen, the baby is breached, but there is absolutely no way to get the baby out." I'm like. Oh my God, please tell me that they're not going to kill this woman off and the baby too. So they are trying to rack their brains, trying to figure out the best course of action to make sure that the mother and the child are good. And so, of course, as the tournament, as that's going on, the the tournament's still going on and we see Prince Damon enter himself into the tournament because if you were, if I didn't mention this, but in the uh, conversation that he was having with um, Rhaenyra, he said that the tournament was for him because at the time he was the heir to the throne because Viserys hadn't had a male heir yet and he was technically the next person in line to the Iron Throne. So he shows up, he's having, he's having this uh, tournament uh, battle with a bunch of the dudes. One of the dudes who happened to be the Hand of the King's oldest son. And I was like, listen, you only did that because you was trying to get a rise up out of Otto. Pause that story right there. Backtrack to another small council meeting where this is after the whole City Watch dismemberment party that he had the night before so they get into the small council meeting and he basically Damon only messes with Otto because he knows that he's to get a rise out of Otto 
And I just, I listen, <laughs> I get a kick out of Damon messing with Otto because I hate Otto. Otto Hightower reminds me too much of Peter Baelish, a.k.a. Littlefinger. He just does. Listen, so uh, he, Damon is actually married. <laughs> Damon is married but he does not like her. He done call her a bronze bitch. And I was like, oh shit, puh. I was like, dang, you just gonna disrespect a woman like that. I bet you the woman don't even like him for real like that, for real. But it, it, it he be all everywhere in brothels and, and parties, messing with out, around with other women. And I'm just like, it, it, this is not a Targaryen for you. But fast forward back to the, to the tournament, like I said, he fought the Hand of the King's eldest son. Of course, the son lost, uh, but he met his match in Sir Christian Cole. He got into a fight with him, blah, blah, blah. So, we flip back to what was going on with Viserys, Emma, and the baby. So, the Grandmaster basically laid it out for Viserys. It's like, we're not going to be able to save both. We're going to have to choose between the mama, saving the mama or and letting the child die, or letting the mama die and the child live. Long story short, long story short Viserys made the decision to let them cut her open back in the day C-section. And when I tell you, I almost threw up everything that I had in me when they cut her open and was pulling the baby out. I said, eh, eh. And unfortunately, we ended up, uh, Emma, Queen Emma, ended up passing away from childbirth. So, what else we got here? Okay. Fast forward to uh there is this gathering. Of course, like I said, the uh the mom the Queen Emma had died during childbirth, but we find out a day later that the son, Prince Balin, died as well. So they they had a funeral they had a little funeral for both of them and um I forgot what Damon had said to Rhaenyra, but I know Rhaenyra said that I would never be a son. And they were waiting on her to give the signal to the dragon. I don't know which dragon it was. But um, the signal to give a dragon when they want the dragon to set something on fire is Dracaris. Dracaris. And that is what um, Rhaenyra said to the dragon, the dragon set it on fire, and that that's really the just of that scene. Okay. So, Otto Hightower, I need you to step to the front, sir, because, um, I get, I get that you want to do what's best for the king, best for the realm, and all this other mess. But sending your daughter to go comfort the king was probably not the best idea. 
but I knew story-wise that, that that's what was going to happen. So Otto Hightower sends his daughter to go comfort the king, and they start having these, like, nightly chats. And I'm just like, okay. The king's going to fall in love with her, and Rhaenyra knows none of this. Rhaenyra knows absolutely none of this that's going on with Alicent and her father. So, I just, it's, it's too much. Oh, and he, and, and yeah, it, Alicent, child, girl, woo. Okay, so Viserys and Damon. What I what I didn't mention is during one of the conversations that Alicent and Viserys were having, her daddy, the hand of the king, came in and said he's called an urgent meeting, blah blah blah. So they all, uh, both of them, Viserys and Otto, go into the meeting and they find out that Damon basically was having the celebration. Uh, celebrating uh, what would have been if Prince Balin had lived and of course the baby died and they were celebrating him but the one phrase that I think set Viserys off was that when mentioning when mentioning I can't talk y'all but this is staying when mentioning the, uh, the deceased little prince he called the prince an heir for a day. I didn't understand it at first, but then when I went back and watched it again, I was like, oh, he disrespectful for that. He disrespect disrespectful for that. Cause you basically that's basically spitting your brother's face like, oh, you had you had an heir, but the heir died and it's back to me now. I'm just like, ooh. So that takes us to Viserys and Damon having that con- that that confrontation conversation, whichever you want to call it. Viserys asks him, and it's like, "Did you say that my son, my deceased son, was heir for a day?" Now, anybody else could have probably justified that, but when it comes to Viserys and Damon, Viserys laid all the good points out. And so did Damon. Viserys was like, I defend you when such and such happened. And when you became Lord commander of the city watch and everybody was like, no, that's a bad idea. It, it, it was just a lot. And then Damon was like, for 10 years, you didn't have me. You didn't make me your hand, make me your hand. And he was like, why would I do that? Because I'm your brother and I will save you. And he was like, save me from what? yourself because Viserys at this point Viserys was making decisions that I was just like sir even I wouldn't have said that but you know that's not me and I just it's a lot going on this episode but we're going to continue in part two as I was saying with Viserys and Damon, Damon was like, you are making all of these decisions that not only affect you, but it affects me, Rhaenyra, the whole realm basically. And these decisions that you are making are not smart. And I was just like, who Damon, you got some, you got some valid points here, sir. You, you got some valid points. 
You got some valid points. But Viserys wasn't trying to hear all that. So basically, he sent him, he was like, you know what? You got to go. You uh, you go do as I command you to do because I am your king. You will address me as your grace. I was just like, Viserys, now is not the time for you to try to be king because you too emotional, first of all. First of all. Second of all, you know your brother is right because a lot of the times when you make decisions based off of emotion, it never turns out well. But uh, Viserys tells Damon, and it's like Damon's like, "Oh no, you're going back to the veil. You're going back to your wife. Um, blah blah blah." And if you, but basically, if you step out of line again, I'm gonna get you. Damon eventually leaves. So, the next scene that we get is Viserys talking to Rhaenyra about eventually he names her to be his heir. Because, of course, he's still grieving. He he misses his wife and what man wouldn't if it, that, that man was in love. When I say this man was in love with his wife, that I was just like, I don't know if he gonna be able to, I don't know if he gonna be able to replace what he had with Emma. Episode two, I told y'all we'll get into episode two next, but I'm just like, woo, child, child, child. So basically, like I said, he had he has a whole conversation with Rhaenyra about continuing the dynasty and continuing with the royal line and da 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 da. Here is where it peaked, really peaked my interest. He was like, when you become queen, he there there has to be all of the seven kingdoms have to be united because there is a force that's coming of the uh, that's cold and that's have blue eyes and they just grace i'm just like is he so they they knew that the night king was coming and i was like oop not them mentioning the night king not them mentioning the night king i was like okay so I said to myself, is Rhaenyra going to be the first person that encounters the Night King? We'll see. Like I said, we're only three episodes in and we just we'll just have to find out to find out to see. So like I said, Viserys tells Rhaenyra that she is going to be his heir to the Iron Throne. They have this whole ceremony where everybody basically all of the houses within the seven kingdoms that means house stark house uh lannister that means house martell strong hightower it's a bunch of other ones but all the houses within the seven kingdoms had to pledge their loyalty to the crown not only to the crown but to the king and the heir so they pledged the loyalty to viserys and rhaenyra and they they rattled off her official title which is princess rhaenyra targaryen princess rhaenyra of house targaryen the first of her name blah 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 and heir to the iron throne blah 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 and that actually is how the episode ends wild first episode i know it it was a lot 
going on in this episode a lot for it to be the first episode and then here's the shocker after the first episode over 10 million views and that we're that not only that the show had already been picked up the show has already been picked up for season two after the first episode you know the show is that good when it gets picked up after the first episode Listen, this episode had me all the way in my feels, but I loved every bit of the the episode. We're going to get into episode two here relatively shortly. But I'm just, I'm curious now, because I'm, I'm with the show. I'm already on, I'm right, waiting for episode four. But this next episode titled The Rogue Prince, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in the next podcast episode so thanks for listening to the recap of this episode thank you all right so that brings us to the end of episode one listen i like i said i enjoyed every bit of this episode from start to finish meeting these new characters of course, I already knew about the Targaryens, but this put more information on this family and on this dynasty and how they be- how they became powerful, the rise and the fall of the Targaryen dynasty. We're going to get into episode two next, which would be the Rogue Prince. And let me tell y'all ahead of time, this episode really solidified for me that Daemon Targaryen is one of my favorite, if not one if not one, but is my favorite Targaryen out of both series so far. But again, like I said, next po- next episode, we'll get into the second episode. And I'm just like, child, it's a lot going on in that episode. And listen, I got like four, five, six pages worth of notes on this episode alone. So we're going to dive deep, 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 deep into this next episode Again, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on Instagram, at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter. And if it just so happens you want to come catch your girl over on Twitch, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, twitch.tv slash Crown Breezy, twitch.tv slash Crown Breezy. Come check your girl out for the positive vibes, positive energy, all that good stuff. And until next time, This has been Inside the Multiverse with your humble host, your girl, your homie, Crown Breezy. Peace.